Um, so my, my, my trips all started when my cousin gave me a tea towel of all VR and uh, lifeboat stations around the British Isles. And I then sort of decided to head off on my great-grandfather's 1926 Sunbeam motorbike to, to visit them all. Um, and yeah, about 8,000 miles later, six months, <laughs> uh, I managed to finish off at Southend-on-Sea lifeboat station. My name is Harry Bott. The 1926 Sunbeam Model 1. Um, so, unfortunately, not quite uh, half, exactly half as old as Yarn and I. Um, but it would have been quite fun if it was a 1924. Um, but that basically means it's a 350cc um, side valve. So, very simple. Um, not, not that many moving parts. Um, that was part of a reason for for choosing the bike as well was if something went wrong in theory i could have a good shot at fixing it on the side of the road or with a local mechanic or something um but yeah the bike's been it was originally purchased by my great-grandfather we think in 1928-ish so only a few years old um and it lived he was a shipping agent in falmouth in cornwall um and it lived there up until 2017 i think um and then it was given to my dad who's into old bikes and i I finished university in 2021 and yeah in 2022 i'd i sort of spent six months delivering pizzas and six months visiting all the lifeboat stations um which was <laughs> very exciting i wanted to ride a motorbike around the British coastline. Um, but I was a little bit sort of stumped on how I was going to be doing that um, and sort of what route I was going to be taking because it's a little bit... It's, it, yeah, sort of how, how close to the coastline do you stick? Do you go down, do you turn left at every possible point? Um, so that was sort of a little conundrum I was having. Uh, then my cousin, I think he went surfing in, in Ireland and came back with an Arnold IT towel, which has all the RNLI lifeboat stations on. Um, and that sort of, yeah, it sort of clicked that it did the West Coast of Ireland, it did Wales, it did Scotland, it did everywhere that I was sort of, and also the Channel Islands, Scilly Isles, Aran Isles off of um, uh, Ireland. So I went to all these amazing places that I wanted to go to, but possibly wouldn't have if I was just going to be doing a coastline run. Um, so that really sort of triggered what yeah a good route and also it sort of it gave me a target for each day as well whereas otherwise i could be sort of aimlessly riding around this way i would be re yeah i'd have someone to aim for each day um and okay, lots of support lovely people to meet and chat to and yeah it's always something new each day <laughs> I didn't really expect to raise as much as I did. It just sort of, it's yeah, it's quite a unique story, I guess. So people started picking up, and it sort of just got shared around and became, so yeah, quite a big deal. We still got family in Falmouth. We go there once a year. We sail on the river and we go surfing and stuff. So it's always sort of 
the yarn lies always around it's always that sort of safety net i guess um luckily i've never had to be rescued by the yarn lie but it's always something that's there in the background so i guess it's nice to sort of give back in some way for something that although you're not sort of actively using you are sort of using whenever you sort of you go out on on a boat or go to the beach yeah, it's quite nice to know that if something really does go wrong the yarn lie hopefully are gonna be able to help out anywhere I stopped and met people. I mean, it was always, I mean, people were always just sort of thrilled to sort of see that I was coming around. Um, and it's sort of, you did sort of hear when, when you stopped, there's, you, there's, there's always been a few people who have done a similar thing. I know there's someone who, who walked it. Um, I think that took about five years. <laughs> so I was, yeah, <laughs> pleased that I guess to have done it a little bit quicker. In reality, I mean, amount of generosity and sort of everything I experienced and people who would give me money for fuel and not just for yarn lie. It was um yeah, it was really, really fun. West Coast of Ireland in particular is sort of quite wide open and there's a long way between some of the lifeboat stations. I mean you are sort of thinking luckily I had quite good weather, but I mean you could imagine when weather's a bit rough. It there really is not a lot there. Um and you're sort of thinking about what sort of yeah what the and I be doing if there's sort of something coming goes wrong and I mean inevitably if it does go wrong it's almost always in bad weather you're like you're sort of launching yourself out into the great unknown especially on the west coast of Ireland sort of northwest and sort of outer Hebridean islands there really isn't anything sort of <laughs> you know within sort of you know, thousands of miles in when you're heading out to sea so it's sort of humbling idea sort of be riding along and you know, seeing the sort of the wild Atlantic, I guess. I mean, lots of people thought I was a bit mad, I guess. Um, but I think they're quite used to having slightly mad people doing mad challenges, um, coming coming fast. Um, but I mean, I mean, there seems there's quite a sort of large crossover of people who volunteer via online and are interested in motorbikes. So everyone sort of would sort of come out and have a look. Um, and as I sort of went around and sort of gained a bit of momentum of things, people from the RNI station would get in touch and sort of, um, so I'd have a bit more of a welcoming, welcoming committee and sort of say hello and people would sort of, yeah, come out and have a look at the bike. Um, and it, I mean, I think everyone was just amazed that something so old was <laughs> doing such a long, long trip. Um, and I, I think, yeah, I think they're just sort of, yeah, well, I think they're always just very grateful to sort of have people sort of raising a bit of money and doing something interesting and raising awareness of, or like raising a profile of VR and a lot. Hello, this is Tanny Gray Thompson. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Jochen Vaur. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.